0: Good morning. It is New Year's Eve, Wednesday, December 31st. It's about 1130 a.m. here in Paris, uh, about five o'clock, 530 a.m. for my friends on the East Coast. Um, I got a little bit of hotel paper and decided to do my, this is one of my favorite podcasts to do, um, what to leave in the year. So what to leave in 2014. (laughs) And I did this really long list last year. If you get a chance to scroll back on my podcast, I just looked at it this morning. It's really good. I really like it. There's some finance stuff in there. Um, Short podcast, only 10 minutes, but I think I went over 10 points. So I'm going to go a little bit shorter this time. I've got six things that I want us to leave in 2014, but I'm going to go a bit in depth. Um, First thing I want us to leave in 2014 is perfectionism. I have always felt that perfectionism is fear-based you know it's it's based in wanting to achieve, achieve something completely unattainable and so I think that so often so many people um, we get so comfortable saying that well you know I'm a perfectionist and it's like there's a difference between perfectionism and perhaps excellence you know it's like wanting to do a really great job it, there's nothing wrong with that and I wrote down this quote. I think it's an Aristotle quote. Um, Oh my God, where are my notes? Here we go. Sorry. (laughs) I had to move my computer. Um, I wrote down this quote and it says, excellence is never an accident. It is always the result of high intention, sincere effort, and intelligent execution. And as long as you have those three things, high intention, sincere effort, intelligent execution, um, all of the things that you do will be great. Now, will all of these things be um, successful? Will they get you to your end goal? That may not be the case, but that doesn't mean that they're not good or that they're not great or you you can't learn from some of those things. And so that's why I really want us to kind of maybe kill that for 2015 and just continue to do more. Um, You'll spend so much time getting hung up on trying to have something be perfect that nothing is actually happening. You know, it's like, it's better to put out maybe five good things than one thing that you think is perfect because we all know that nothing is exactly perfect. Um, number two, I want you to get rid of your fake friends. Let's leave your fake friends in 2014. What does that mean? You know, I've always believed that you are, some sum of your experiences, and really the number of people or the kind of people that you choose to surround yourself with. I know you've heard it time and time again, that iron sharpens iron. And having good friends um, is probably one of the best decisions I've ever made for my life because it's like your friends, your good friends are going to hold you accountable. And when things are not a goal for you, they're going to help you stay on track. I have a friend, um, earlier this year, I was with my mom, um, in San Diego and I was like seeing all these families and my mom was like bringing this up to me about family. You know, when are you going to start a family? Why don't you have, you know, I want you to have the same thing I have. You should have kids. And, you know, I called up one of my best friends at the end of the trip and I was really down on myself. I mean, I literally was a little misty eyed about the fact that I didn't, you know, have this family. Like, why don't I have this? And so my friend's like, you know, my, I've been your friend for about a decade. And I can honestly say that every year that we've spoken, and this is a friend who's married, you know, um, like you've never had this on your goal list. You know, you've never had family on your goals. If this is something that you want to do, put this on, you know, your goals and then you start to work towards that. And so, um, I was like, that's so, that's so true. Like, why am I beating myself up over something I haven't even tried to do? Um, and so that is something that having a good friend will do is kind of, you know, give you some perspective on things. Um, Good friends are also healthy competition. Uh, If you have friends that have high incomes or have become successful, they will encourage you to do the same. The same friend that I'm talking about um, is is my friend of 10 years, is my friend that I watched, was one of my first friends that I watched make a million dollars with a side hustle, you know, and I remember going like, this is my friend. And if my friend can do this, why can't I do this? And honestly, just being around him gave me the courage and maybe deepened my desire for more. I don't know that I would have wanted to try to achieve more if I had not seen someone else do it, someone so close to me um, doing that. And so, you know, healthy competition in business, we we definitely have competed. And and our friends, you know, good friends are going to help you to to discover new things which is so important for you in 2015 and so if there are people around you that are not um encouraging you that are not inspiring you that are bringing you down and you know keeping you static um it's time to just leave those people behind and maybe it's just not about cutting them off completely but just limiting the amount of time that we spend with those kinds of people you know it's like deciding who's going to be high on your priority list of friends um, is something that you definitely want to make sure you're going into the new year with Um, number three is procrastination procrastination is just a habit and it becomes a very bad habit because um, what happens is that you push back the time of doing something it's still the same amount of work it's still the same the task you know it's still the same thing but the more you put it off and the more you're able to get it done later and later and later, you keep doing it. And so sometimes the job might be just a half ass job, but it's still done to you and you've procrastinated and you didn't do your best work. And so we can always go back to the quote that I love. Excellence is never an accident. It is the result of high intention, sincere effort and intelligent execution that cannot be accomplished when you're procrastinating. And self-sabotage is essentially what you're doing um, leads to regret and regret, you know, leads to depression. And so something that I always say that you can help is to chop th- chop things into smaller pieces. So take smaller bites, you know, if you feel like what you're doing, if the task seems so huge, do something smaller, you know, take on some smaller bits and pieces and try to accomplish something every day or a couple things every day. And I don't know if you realize the way the world is set up. There are so many benefits of doing things early, early bird specials. If you pay, you know, your car insurance up front or in advance, you get a discount, um, I have, I am like, I pay everything usually early or on time. You know, that's just my way. I I don't know that I was always that way, but I've developed that habit of just knocking things out and I've saved a lot of money in the long run by doing that, you know? So I'm telling you, there's so many benefits. You kind of get it out of the way. Like I like to pay all my bills. You know, like I never wait, I want to pay them all at once so that I can see how much money I really have to play with. You know, so I don't wait until you know it's like bill due by January 16th, I'll just pay it as soon as I get it because that way, you know, I'm clear, I'm in the free and clear, and I'm able to better budget based on what I know I have. Um, number four is not focusing on the positives and I'm saying that instead of being negative because a lot of people don't realize they're being negative they think they're positive um a lot of times I'll I I always say this that some of the like most negative uh quotes and stuff or or comments I'll get from people I go click on their um profile and the profile is always like positivity you know God first this kinds of thing and I'm just like you know you, maybe you don't know you're being negative. So maybe if I just call it not focusing on the positives and it's like, you only, are you the kind of person that only has something to say when it's negative? That part, that just, just so bizarre to me that, you know, you, you will have been online all this time. And the only time you will ever feel so compelled to speak is when it's to say something negative. And if that is the case, you know, to criticize versus logging in and to give people encouragement to tell them they look great to tell them that you love something um that it's addictive and it's just good for you. I always like to think of things as like a boomerang. What I do and say about others is what I do and say about myself. So if I'm constantly putting out positivity to others, I'm putting doing that same thing to myself. Same thing goes for the negative. Whatever I'm putting out, constantly criticizing, whatever I'm doing to others, I'm doing to myself. So um all, not focusing on the positives also doesn't allow you to um, see things as a learning experience. Just because something happened that didn't have a positive outcome does not mean that it wasn't a great learning experience. Same thing goes for relationships that end. Um, it doesn't mean that this is wasn't one of the greatest learning experiences. I've had some relationships that have ended that have also proved to be fantastic experiences in learning about myself. And sometimes you can't learn certain things about yourself unless unless some things fall apart um, so I always encourage people to say, you know, what do I love about this? You know, it's like, okay, we know that you, it wasn't your favorite, you know, maybe this wasn't my favorite book, but I did love this or that quote or something. Um, what do I, what did I love about this? And what did I learn from this? Um, is always a cool way to look at things. Number five is insecurity. And this is one of those super long and deep ones. I can probably do a hundred podcasts on insecurity, um, And even if you can't leave this, uh, in 2014, at least do me a favor, and promise me that you learn to manage your own insecurities. We all have them. Um, they stem from maybe the way we were parented. They stem from, you know, guilt that may have come about for whatever reason. Um, maybe being in the shadow of an older sibling or a family member that maybe was doing better or they were doing something that you weren't doing. And so we become insecure bullying and, um, the way we're going to learn to manage our own insecurities, I'm going to talk about that, but also learning to spot insecurities in others. And the more aware that you become of your own insecurities is the better chance, you, you know, you'll be better able to realize what other people are maybe trying to do to you. And so I, I've learned that over the years is that, you know, people will tell me that they're intimidated by me after the fact of something, but they maybe are intimidated because in their minds, I've achieved more or accomplished more. That's not my fault Um, and I'm not, I can't be responsible for other people's insecurities and so I'm always aware of spotting insecurities in others and the way I've decided to work on my own is in therapy. Um, If it's something you feel like you can't do alone, you have somebody that can help you deal with some things and you know, if you can't maybe do that right away, um, journal your thoughts. Journal your thoughts and then my favorite thing to do is the, is this true challenge? You know? ever say something about yourself about the way you look about the way the kind of job you did on something and it's like you know oh I didn't do a good job on that oh I look bad and it's like is that really true you know is that can you really prove that to be true it's rare that you can and so um whenever you find yourself you know doing something or saying something and I would be that way about certain people like if somebody didn't call me back I'm like oh they're avoiding my phone call I'm like can I prove that not really so I can't prove it, you know, and so that really helped me to kind of get my, my craft in check. And so I encourage you to do the same um, my sixth one and final one today is, um, only sticking with what you already know. Growth is uncomfortable. Okay. So there's three zones, comfort zone, growth zone, panic zone. And a comfort zone, um, the, the way the mind typically thinks is that you go from the comfort zone to the panic zone, but that's not true. That little gap between those two zones is your growth zone. And, um, you're going to challenge yourself to go there and to do some things, get out of your comfort zone and don't be afraid. Uh, don't panic because everything that comes after that is going to be growth. And the thing about growing is as you grow, your comfort zone grows. So, um, you want to always make sure that you're challenging yourself and, and I, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of this as well as that I'm constantly pushing myself to grow. But as I grow, I've become more and more comfortable. I've, I've just have a bigger, much larger comfort zone. So I feel like I don't have to move out of it as much, but I am pushing myself out of my comfort zone by, you know, multiple income streams are important to me. I've always felt that you should have a few different ways that you're making money. Um, And you should also have some hobbies. I really have to dial into more hobbies this year. So, um, I'm going to be pushing myself out of my comfort zone and always reminded there's no need to panic. Um, all that good stuff in between that zone is, is growth. Um, so cheers to a fantastic, uh, new year. It's the new year Eve for you guys. I hope that you do something fun, reflective, beautiful, um, I have some really awesome things in store for 2015, professionally, personally. So, you know, continue to look out for these podcasts. I have some fun things that I'm working on for you. I just got to literally push myself to do those things as well. Um, It's been a a grand year. I I mean, I can't even explain how amazing and awesome it has been. And so I, I look forward to continuing to talk to you. You always know where to find me. I'm on the AskFM, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter. Um, I love to answer all your questions. Uh, That is all that I have for you today. Uh, See you in January 2015. Bye, guys.